And it's like... So, uh, today we're continuing with the uh, top ten albums, the, the real top ten albums that changed my life. Uh, this is the second installment. This is Korn's Issues. Uh, Korn Issues. Uh, phew, I'll say that um, before we really get into it here, um, I did not have to go back. Like with the first one that we did, it was Michael Jackson's Dangerous. I did not have to go back and listen to that album. I know that album very, very, very well. I still listen to the majority of it on a somewhat regular basis. Uh, like I've listened to most of those songs, you know, like earlier, like maybe a month ago, two months ago at most. Um, so, like, out of just for fun, right? Like, before I, I dropped that video, nothing to do with the video, I just listened to Michael Jackson a decent amount, you know, not every week, not every month, but close to it. This album, I should, like, I don't listen to Korn anymore, like, kind of at all. Sorry, Korn. Um, and, and this album I haven't really listened to for so long. Like, um, it's also kind of cool because it's 20 years since this album came out. Um, came out in 1999, so I'm freaking old. Um, but yeah, um, this is uh, this is an important album for me, uh, an album that changed my life, I guess, somewhat, uh, for reasons we'll get into right away. But yeah, it's been 20 years since it came out, and I would have got it like right when it came out, um, kind of by fluke, which I guess is what we'll get into right away. Is is that um, man? I don't even know where to start. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I guess that, yeah, okay, um, <laughs> it wasn't like I was already a fan of Korn, or really knew them that much, or who they were, or whatever, when I got this album, like I said, I got it in, in 1999, like, when it came out, which is, like, this is around, like, peak time for defining new metal as a genre too which like i hate honestly that label of, of a genre because i find that the bands that are listed under there to be radically different even though there's like some elements that are the same they're not the same enough for me to be like oh yeah crazy town and and corn or slip like the first slipknot album they're like branded new metal because of what like sp spit it out like anyway anyway getting uh off the rails already um so I would have been around the age of 13-ish uh, when this came out, which was, like, right in that sweet spot where things started, like, it was around 14 where things really started changing for me um, with, like, puberty and adolescence and maturing and also um, being an outlook for a couple of years at that point because I moved there in 97. And, yeah, just a lot of factors kind of just came to a head around the time I was... 14, and this kind of was right before that, um, so yeah, this, I had, like, an acquaintance through school that listened to Korn, I don't remember how much Korn I listened to before going ahead and buying this album, I might have heard a little bit, um, yeah, I might have heard a little bit, but I don't remember being, like, blown away, maybe I was at the time, like, we're talking, you know, we're talking 20 years ago, <laughs> Um, I don't remember if I was just blown away at the time or what it was, or I was like, what is this, like, new sound, or I don't know. Um, you know, and I don't think I started buying music magazines at this time yet either, so I'm not 100% sure how it came to be. I know that 
I mean, I might have started buying music magazines around this time, but I think it was after this. I'm pretty sure it was after this. Like, Hit Parader, uh, Revolver... Well, I didn't get into Revolver until later. It was most, mostly Hit Parader and Circus for a while. And then I got into Revolver and then stopped buying those other ones. Um, but I don't think that was... I'm, I'm like, 99.9% .9 sure. I, I wasn't until after this album, like, maybe a year or two after this album that I that I went and started getting into music magazines and stuff. So I think it might have been the influence of an acquaintance from school that I hung out with a couple times. Um, that might have been it. But I, I do remember, because this was not the first CD I bought for myself, but pretty close. Um, and <laughs> we went to Edmonton. So we're living in Outlook, which is an hour away from Saskatoon in Saskatchewan. And my stepdad, uh, he had, his family was in Edmonton. His mom and dad and um, at least one of his siblings was there, a sister, uh, and whatever. So we would go to Edmonton every once in a while to visit. And um, I remember that it was in West Edmonton Mall. I don't know if it was my first trip there or not. It very well might have been. But, uh, yeah, we went to West Ed, and it must have been HMV. But I remember this, like, huge music store, like, whoa. And I must have been in the section with, like, new arrivals and stuff, because I don't even think I was looking for metal. I don't even think I really knew what metal was yet, because um, that introduction kind of happened, like, in earnest, like, right after this, I think. Um, yeah, but uh, I, saw, I saw the album there, and I just, like, either something clicked. Again, this is the crappy part about not having this memory dialed in. Either it clicked, like, oh yeah, this is, like, what, so-and-so, like, he was playing me, like, songs off of, like, the, the album before this, or, like, whatever, and, like, oh, like, I think that I want to get this. Because um, it wasn't, like, the cover art by itself was, like, oh, I don't even know what this is, let me check that out. Because that happens every once in a while, like, even to this day. Except now, I can, like, I'll go on, on YouTube and check out, like, a song or two, and then I'll be like, okay, that sounds cool, like, for just two seconds. And then sometimes I still, like do a bad thing and then get a CD that I shouldn't have gotten because I didn't really research it enough, but hey, that's the price I pay. Um, yeah, so I don't I, I don't remember exactly what pushed me to get it. It wasn't completely random, I know that. Um, there was different, um, like the album art on there, there was like, there was like a contest and stuff too, so, oh wait, why don't I have the album? Why aren't I... Oops. Amateur hour over here. Uh, I forgot to actually get the album that we're talking about ready. Um, so, corn issues. Um, strangely enough, I remember when I opened it up for the first time, I was, like, so impressed with the, with the disc image, because it's... Like, that's not sarcasm. <laughs> like, I really liked it. Like, the color of it. I was just like, oh, it's, like, black and kind of, like, glittery. It's, like, weird. Um, yeah, it was, like, so simple. And I was like, wow. I don't, I don't know what it was. I really liked it. I still like it. I don't, I don't know why I'm saying past tense. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I remember just, like, seeing it there. It must have been an HMV. And just being like, whoa. Like, that's the, that's that corn CD. That's corn. That's that band or whatever. And, um picking it up and I had a little bit of money and I was just like, hey, I'm with this, I'm gonna buy the CD now. Um, like I said, it wasn't my very first CD, but it was close. It might have been the second one ever. First one, I feel like, almost doesn't even count. 
Uh, but you can watch the other <laughs> video about that, uh, which which was in like the the top ten albums that changed my life. But that was according to Metal Hammer magazine. This is a whole different thing. Anyway, go back and watch that so that you know the differences, I guess. Um, okay, so, yeah, I saw it. I, I probably hadn't heard a single song off there uh, before I bought it. And I took it home and started listening, and it was just like, again, one of those things, like with a lot of these um, albums that are, are so important to me, um, that changed my life in a way, is that the timing was just... Timing was just right um, for where I was at in my life, that it made a big impact... Because this album, like, I guess I gotta go back to, like, the fact that I, when I did the first video for this, like, the real top ten, um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't have to listen to that Michael Jackson album, Dangerous. I know it so well. But I just finished listening to this, uh, before making this video, because I needed to refresh myself on some stuff. I, um, haven't listened to it for so long, and I, I haven't listened to it for a long time because it's dark like um it, it's so dark and but the memory of it is darker than the reality for this actually um because there's songs like we'll get into later with another album uh that i even despite not having listened to it uh for a long time really they're still i listen to them way more than i listened to to this album i listen to that album way more so like um, I can still, like, recall it like that, but this one I couldn't, and it's because, despite the fact that it's so important, and remember, we're kind of going in chronological order here, right, from, like, when, um, I, I was introduced to the album or whatever, so there's some things that are just, it's kind of, from the date that they came out to the date that we're talking about them might change, like, it might not seem chronological, because we're going to talk about albums later on that probably came out before this, um, and, and it'll just jump around. But it's it's in order of when I was introduced to the album or when, like, the album clicked for me when I got into it, basically. And this just happened to be when it came out. Um, but, yeah, it, it's... Like I said, listening to it again, like, it didn't put me in as much of a place that I thought it was going to, whereas there's some songs from other albums, like I said, that we'll talk about later, where I'm like, I can't listen to that. Like, it just immediately puts me into a place... Uh, certain songs, whereas this didn't do that necessarily. At first it started to, but then I kind of... I didn't listen to the album truthfully, like, like in its entirety. I kind of went through some songs and, like, became familiar with them again. I was like, oh yeah, okay, I remember this, and then moved on to another one. But, like, it's a dark album, uh, and especially, like I said, at that time, for me, like, at, like, 13-ish, it was, it was the right time, because things were just not a good time for me. And the reason that this album is so, like, you know, um, key and, and important and changed things for me is because I think it was the first time that I really <laughs> heard depressing music or recognized it, like, depressing music or even dark, like, because um, I think it was going to be right after this that I went to Toronto again for another summer, yeah, it was after this, that I went and found some other stuff that we'll get into later that I'm not going to spoil right now with what album it is, but it's it's way more depressing and dark and stuck with me way more and was my introduction to uh, an artist that I still listen to. Um, and, and yeah, so... But yeah, this was like the first like dark, depressing, like... It was, it was so different too. So I mean like... It, the album comes in with Dead. And it's like... It's like bagpipes. Like, and it's like... 
It's like bagpipes, like, like playing, like right off the bat. And there's like really sparse drums, and almost a little like echoey. And I'm like, what am I listening to? Like when I popped it in, I was like, what? I think I made a mistake. Like I remember that feeling as soon as I, as soon as I heard it, I was like, whoa! I remember now. I remember that I never listened to this song. I could never get into the intro because I was just like, nah. Like that's okay. I don't need bagpipes right now. Thanks. Um. But I remember being like, this is messed up. And there's like some, some words, um, all I want in life is to be happy. And he's like whispering and there's like, I think three layers of like different lines and stuff. And, and he's, but that's the main thing is like, all I want in life is to be happy. Happy. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, and him, I should, uh, Jonathan, um, who we share the same name. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um... Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, I almost said Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and, and then I just said Jonathan, because like, that's not his name, Jonathan Davis. I don't even know what I'm thinking. Um, so, I'm not. Uh, yeah, it was, it was something else. Uh, from the very get-go, I was like, this is not what I thought it was, this is not what I recall from listening to those other corn tracks, or like, this, I think I made a mistake. And, uh, but I mean, it was creepy, but not like, really creepy. It was just, like, weird at first, because it was, like, bagpipes, what the heck. And then it's, like, slow, like I said, kind of, like, sparse, like, almost echoey, a little bit drumming going on. And that, that was all I remember was, like, the percussion and then the bagpipes. And I was like, what is happening right now? And then this dude is just, like, whispering like a creeper, but not, like, in a scary way. But I was like, what is going on? This guy's out of his mind. I don't know what this band is. What did I just do? I just wasted my money. And here's the other thing. I didn't get to listen to this in the car. I didn't have a discman at the time. Like, I didn't get to listen to this um, until I got home. Uh, I think it was shortly after that I acquired a discman, a real old discman. Uh, I think I bought it off someone for like 20 bucks. It was like a brick. It was brutal. Um, I don't even, it might have been a Sony, but like, it was a, like, it was like, hey, this is the first discman ever. It was like a square and like, like that thick it was nuts anyway um <laughs> so i didn't get to listen to this until i got home and i remember being in my room and just being like yeah like what is this but anyway right after dead is falling away from me and like that 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 one boy i tell you like that's that that gets creepy that gets creepy immediately immediately just, just the strings, like, just the guitars, or the single guitar at first, just, like, I can't, I don't even want to, like, ruin it, listen to it, at least just the very beginning, because that, like, if that was the intro, I would have been, like, oh, frick, like, like, it just immediately, like, it's the first legit song, because, like, Dead is just an intro, but I was, like, you just scratch the intro and just have this, like, it's haunting, that's, like, it, it, just the first couple notes are so haunting and um and dark and sad and it it just it it would just like perfectly fit into the score of like some horror movie but like an emotional cap not like a like a gory like slasher flick but more of just like a 
you're invested emotionally in a character and who they're they're experiencing loss. I think loss plays really well into that. And this is more of like loss of self in a way, right? Um, falling away from me. But that song, and I was like, whoa, like that. That's one of my favorite songs off the album. But it is probably the one that I. That, that as soon as I heard that, I was like, hey, I remember it. I listened to a little bit here and there. Like, I didn't listen to the full song, and I was like, hey, I just got it. I mean, like, this time around, right now. Because um, I was like, yeah, I'm that, I feel that one still. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't want to listen to that right now. Um, but yeah, it's... It, I, it sets the tone for the album anyway, um, which is really a lot of, a lot of introspection, you know? Like, um, uh, a lot of introspection on Jonathan Davis' part. You know, he... I don't... Like, yeah, it's just a lot of looking inward at things, like, uh, things I've talked about in other videos, not any of these, but, like, in Filth That Will Be Found, this, uh, I wish I, I wish I could just n nail down the Latin term, um, but this whole thing, young in psychology of, of, you know, like, uh, needing to, to find that filth within yourself, and then what will be found is, like, growth and, 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 um, I don't know if peace is the right word, but find finding, like, growth and finding, like, strength and, like, moving forward. Uh, and you can't do that until you get to, like, just the bottom. And at this, <laughs> this, is, this feels like Jonathan Davis at his bottom. Um, I mean, on other albums, these definitely there, too, for sure. But when I heard this, I was like, man, this, this is somebody who is not in a good place, obviously. Um, and it's not all just, like, the blame game. It's not all just, like, everyone hurt me, and you're all horrible, and woe is me. And there's not, like, much martyrdom on here. Like, I feel so much sincerity, and, and that's why maybe it comes through as so powerful. Because there's self-reflection going on, and it seems like almost none of it's good. Um, like, on the next kind of standout track for me is Trash. And, again, kind of similar to, like, this is kind of similar to, to the, just a little bit, to me talking about Michael Jackson's Dangerous, where I, I felt feelings that I didn't fully comprehend yet, I didn't understand them yet, I didn't have my own experiences with them yet. Because um, a song like Trash at the time, I, I felt things, but they weren't my own experiences. Um, like when I talked in, in Michael Jackson's Dangerous uh, about, or like with that album, I, I, talked about, um, I talked about Give In To Me, and how that was so powerful at such a young age, but it's not like I had my own experiences to really understand and comprehend what that was about and understand my own feelings. And that's kind of like what Trash is, because I'm like, man, now, like, right now, I, like, identify with that song so much more um, than I ever did when I listened to it. Like, when this when this album was actually, like, really, really, really important to me and I was, like, listening to it, like, I didn't understand the importance of it at the time, right? But when I was listening to it all the time... Trash is a song that I was, like, I could feel it, and it made me feel, like, icky. <laughs> it made me feel just, I don't know what word to use, like, heavy and black and gross feeling. But I didn't completely understand why I didn't have those experiences. I didn't treat women that way, because I didn't treat women at all. I didn't have any experiences with women. Um, and like I said, unfortunately, now I've got more experiences with that than, than, you know, I did at the time, but I, I like, yeah, I still felt it. And, um, you know, again, going back to like Jonathan Davis and just like, that's a track too, where he's just like, 
saying, like, I'm a horrible person, and this is how I view human beings right now, and this is how I treat them, and this is how I use them, and this is how it makes me feel to actually do that in a way, like, um, it's not celebratory. Like, none of this album is, like, celebratory. There's no, like, like, um, vibrato and, and stuff like that, and being like, yeah, like, this is the cool thing to do, and, like, it's cool to be, like, a mess, and it's, like, cool to be super messed up, and, like, whatever. No, this is, like, self-loathing, right? And this is, like, I think, like, in some ways, and I talked about this in the Power of Music video I did a while ago, the conversation, you can find it in that playlist, where I'm, like, you know, music has such power to, like, bring us out of, of bad spots and put us in, like, good places, but it also has this power to put you in a bad spot, which is why I said, like, when I first heard the first notes from Falling Away from me, I was, like, like, I, like, sunk to, like, this place, and I was, like, uh, I don't know if I want to be here, I don't know, I don't want to do this right now, um, but it's fine, uh, and, uh, but yeah, that's the thing, too, at that very pivotal, like, moment in my life, like, if I didn't have this album, I wonder where things would have gone, and when I would have kind of arrived at, like, this darker place that I unfortunately stayed in for a long time, for years, um, if this wasn't, like, complimenting that so well, because I'm trying to think, like, I, I don't know if I was really in this space exactly when the album came along, but it really put me there, or exacerbated things a lot, um, and, again, that's powerful, like, that's, that's really powerful, yeah, I mean, powerful enough that, like, yeah, that, that, I think, man, those first notes give me goosebumps, of falling away from me, like, they did back then, too, and now it's still just, like, like I said, if you listen to any song off of here just to get a feel for the album, that's the one you should listen to. It was Falling Away From Me, because that's, that's a real song. <laughs> like, I'll, at the end of the video, you know, I'll, I'll put, like, a thumbnail link or whatever to it somewhere, and, um, yeah, that's, that's heavy. Uh, yeah, I, here's the thing. So we can, I can talk about how it's so dark and depressing and everything all day, too, but in, in, a, in a more traditional review sense... Um, I also want to get to the fact that there's some bangers on here, which is a term I never would have used back then, or thought of them that way. But, like I said, it, when I re-listened to this, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be so much worse. Um, but then there was, like, like, Beg For Me is kind of like, it's kind of like trash, conceptually, except for the fact that it gets heavy, and it's like, okay, like, I can get into this a bit, um, rather than just, like, sitting there and just, like, feeling depressed and, like, it's like some of the songs I feel like I don't even move to, like riffs, like there's no riffs, like, you know what I mean when it comes to like riffs, bro? <laughs> um, so that kind of gets gets me going a bit or whatever, right? Uh, Make Me Bad, uh, definitely a little bit along the same conceptual lines, um, but definitely gets heavier. Uh, Wake Up, like, is, you know, probably the chillest song on here where it's like not as emotionally heavy as any other song, I feel, because it's more... It seems like there's some inner turmoil in the band, and he's talking about that a little bit. Um, it, it's funny because Limp Bizkit, like, Fred Durst had a song that was kind of, like, similar in a way. Um, mostly the power struggle, I think, between him and Wes Borland. But, but anyway, like, Wake Up seems to have, like, this theme of that, which isn't as heavy as anything else on here. It's not that personal. And it's got the most positivity in it at all. Like, in the chorus, he's talking about, like, um, or the bridge or whatever. He, he's, he's talking about, like you know, let's just remember what we play for, let's just, like, band together as, as a, as a group of musical artists, and let's cut out all this BS, and just, like, remember what we actually, we're here for the love of music, 
Um, that's like the most positive thing on this album for sure. And but I mean, it gets hard. Like it's a banger. Like it, it you know, um, it's not super just depressing or whatever. And it's got a little breakdown in there, kind of, and it makes you want to like move your head. So um, that's in there, despite the fact that like he says want to like he wants to die. Like in almost every one of these songs, that you've got a theme of suicide. Um, not, not implicitly, like, oh, this is really depressing, he must want to kill himself, but I mean, like, where he talks about, like, wanting to die, not wanting to live, how it's really difficult, um, and that, even, even in that song, which is the most positive song, and, and by far the least depressing one out of all of them, he still, like, says want to die, like, in there, uh, 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 enough, <laughs> um, as if more than once isn't enough, like, yeah, um, let's get this party started, also, you know, a, a, a banger, um, so again, there's some tracks on here that aren't, like, all just depressing and dark and make me feel gross. Um, at the time, I think they all kind of did, not to the same degree, right? Because, um, like, Counting and No Way and some other songs, like, like Falling Away From Me, those tracks and Trash were, like, a different tempo slightly, you know? They didn't really, like, ramp up that much and kind of, like, get you bouncing in the mosh pit type thing. Which, um, you know, Let's Get This Party Started definitely does that. Um, but, yeah, so there's more there's more diversity on the album than I give it credit for in my memory. And, and tell, that's why re-listening was kind of good in a way. Because there was a couple songs that was like, you know, I could listen to these now and it wouldn't really impact me negatively at all. Um, I, I could definitely get into a couple songs again. Um, and there's other songs like Falling Away From Me. I keep going back to that one because that one's just so haunting. Counting was really not a good song for me either and it's towards the end of the album. Um, I mean, it was, at the time, it was a song I listened to a lot, but it's because it, again, it just kept me in that place and, like, feeding that sadness and depression and darkness and not fun times I was having. Um, uh, somebody somewhere also it was kind of one of those two the majority of the album really like i i think i pro i probably skipped the intro and then just listened to the rest of the album in its entirety there's a couple like almost interlude kind of tracks that i was like yeah like kind of like the intro I was like that's not for me and jonathan's like scatting and skibbity bebop like you know doing doing his weird little thing there um and so th those aren't my favorite thing to listen to but yeah, um, I'm su I was surprised going back to this that it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, and But, I mean, that's the thing, is, like, being scared of the album for, for that long, for, like, over a decade, a decade and a half probably, that I've really listened to it um, in full or listened to it at all, uh, I, I definitely I had this place where I thought that it was just going to really screw me up, and it didn't. Um, but that doesn't take away the importance that it had on, on impacting my life at all, because um, that's what we're really talking about here. And, you know, when I was about 13 and I came across this album, I hadn't really heard anything like it. It's not just the fact that Korn is so unique in a lot of ways, um, that their sound is unique, that the intensity of Jonathan Davis is just there, like, lyrically, he's... I mean, he just... He's an emotional vessel, man. Like, he... Um, like, the sincerity and pain really reaches you, I, I think, and it's, I feel like, and again, with some of the instrumentation, too, it just perfectly matches that, which is why Korn was Korn, right? Um, because, again, those haunting, haunting notes, like, yeah, and it's not only falling away from me. Um, there's, there's other songs that obviously complement 
the, the lyrics and, and, and um, vocal style and patterns and everything, the execution performance as well. Uh, so, yeah, it's just really strong. It's a strong Korn album. Um, it, <laughs> as for, like, a strong album period, it doesn't, you know, not all the songs hold up as much now and not just because like I'm further removed away from them with like like emotionally but I mean just as a song by itself that doesn't necessarily hold up as, as much as I thought it would um and but but that's the thing I've detached from the like I've grown to such a space where I'm like oh like I, I didn't realize that I wasn't as attached to this album as I thought I was which if I thought about it I should have known that because when I talk about this other album later it still screws me up and I can't really listen to it the songs in there I was way too emotionally attached to. They really screwed me up then. They still do now. I feel them on such like this visceral level. But that's the thing with this album, is that at the time, I didn't still at that time have a lot of my own experiences where I understood the album. I felt the pain and I in an exacerbated mind, it like complemented mine in a way, and I felt like I understood it. On, on a very raw level, but, like, lyrically, and, yeah, like, lyrically, there's so many things that I could not, I couldn't, I, I couldn't relate to, and I didn't think I recognized that I couldn't relate to them at the time, I just, you know, they were almost, like, just, I don't want to say fun things to think about, but, like, they were metaphors for things, or, like, it didn't bother me that I couldn't relate to them, um, but, now, just because I'm like, oh, I couldn't relate to that at all at the time, or, like, I can't now as much either. Like, some of them I relate to way more now, like I said, like, trash. Um, but there's just this thing where, where again, like, it, 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 I was surprised to go back and realize that, like, oh, I'm not as, like, this was so important to me, and, and like, it really, really, really deeply affected me and impacted me then, but it doesn't have that same impact now. And some of the albums from 20 years ago still have such a huge impact on me, uh, like currently. And this is part of my history, which is why this is here. This is still important. Again, it, it, it's kind of recap. It's like the first time I think I really heard like dark and depressing music like that. And this album just did it so well and in such a unique way um, that it did have a, a super, I want to say a negative impact on me. It, but probably, like, it, it was part of what, you know, it was like a catalyst, I feel. Like, I don't know what album I had before this that really I could sit in my darkness to, like, in my sadness and depression and whatever. I don't know what music I had that allowed me to do that and to feel that. And that, like, I just had a conversation last week about sitting in sadness, um... So it's not necessarily a good thing because I don't know how to do that well, and I never have, and it doesn't. I don't think that's ever helped me. But like, um, it definitely passed the time. <laughs> like, I I listened to it a lot. I had those feelings. Like, uh, I don't know. Like I said, it's. I think it'd be hard for anyone to listen to some of the tracks off this and not feel the pain. It's communicated so immensely well that despite not being able to relate to some tracks, listening to it for 30 seconds or, or 60 seconds or just one whole song with some of it, you can feel it, and it's dark, and it's not fun. And uh, like I said, that was kind of around the time where I was having a very dark and not fun time in my life, and that was right at the the beginning of that when, when I got this album. And thus it is, you know, 
one of the uh, most important albums. I guess it's like you know the it's number two in the the top ten, the real top ten albums that changed my life. Because um, I feel like, it, like I said, I, I don't know what would have happened if I didn't have that album. I don't know where things would have gone, what I would have discovered when, how I would have felt in that time. It's hard to say, but this was the only like album like that I had for a while. And uh, I mean, still, it's, it's still a very unique album when it comes down to it. It really is. And uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm glad that I kind of revisited because there's some songs I'm like, oh, I could probably get into this at some point. Um, and I'm not scared of it anymore like I was before, but it's not fun putting myself back into some of that space, like with counting and with falling away from me and trash and uh, some other songs on there. But that's that's pretty much what I gotta say about corn issues. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunately a huge part of my personal history and my life experiences and how I felt at the time, which is still, you know, like I said, it's an, it's an important part of me and, and just, yeah, that's why it's here. Um, I'm going to work on doing these more often so that the third one will come out soon and we've got, you know, 10 to go through. They don't necessarily have to be just one every week. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to speed these up a bit because I enjoy doing it. Um, it's fun to kind of, I don't know why it's fun. I just had a conversation that I released about about nostalgia and how that's a horrible feeling. Um, so I guess I'm just full of contradictions and a hypocrite. Uh, it, it's kind of fun just to go back and kind of like, for some songs, like I said, it's not fun. For some albums, it won't be fun. But like it's for me, it's just fun just to talk about it and kind of experience those things again in, in a safe way and just kind of talk about them and just remind myself of who I am and where I came from and how I got to be where I am and things that were important to me and things that are important to me. And yeah, I think that's kind of, it's, it's interesting to kind of talk about it on that level, but, um, that's it. That's corn issues.